You're watching Profile Pod TV with Double A. And always remember to take it easy. Hey everyone, Double A here. Hey, check it out. I am now an ambassador for Ray's Energy Drink. If you're looking for an energy drink that's going to provide you with maximum stamina, energy, focus, and recovery, do not look any further. Ray's Energy has got you covered. Go to repsports.com. That's R-E-P-P-S-P-O-R-T-S.com and enter promo code PROFILE to receive 15% off all of your orders. Tell them Double A sent you. And always remember to take it easy. Hey, what's up, everyone? Double A here, back for another spectacular episode of the Profile Pod. This week, we bring in a very, very special guest. Once again, this gentleman is a captain in the United States Air Force. He's a salsa dancer, instructor. He is a real estate agent in the Las Vegas market. He created a uh, Loteria Boricua, which is a basically a Latino... Uh, version or it originated in, in Mexico as, as far as it's basically bingo loteria some of you may be familiar but he uh invented um a Puerto Rican version of it and um yeah like he has a zest for life man this guy is passionate about everything he does he is just he's got his hands in so many things and he's just a master at everything he does so he uh, enjoys riding motorcycles so You'll be able to relate this to this gentleman because, again, he is doing things in life that uh, are inspiring all of us, you know. And, again, he has a zest for life that uh, is very, that is uncanny. It's uncanny. So uh, if you've ever wondered what it's like to become a salsa dancer, uh, maybe you don't know where to start. Maybe you don't know how to, where to take lessons or listen to this episode, man. He's going to give you some really cool tips, uh, insight on doing that. And uh, so, you know, sit back, relax, listen to this one hosted by yours truly, Double A. And uh, so, once again, we will see you guys next week. And always remember to take it easy. Welcome back to the Profile Pod. I'm your host, Double A, back for another spectacular episode as we are every week, ladies and gentlemen. Good to have you here wherever you're tuning in from. You're on the audio platforms. Thank you so much for being here. If you are in the, uh, from Roku, if you're on YouTube, social media, or social media, social Nostra IG, thank you so much for being here. And speaking of social Nostra, we are a network of talented creators and podcasters available on Roku, YouTube, and all the major platforms. So there's something there for you uh, on the network. So check out Social Nostra, give us a follow, subscribe, all that good stuff. So, and don't forget to leave me a rate and review on Apple Podcasts, follow me on Instagram, all that good stuff, ladies and gentlemen. We have a very special guest here. This gentleman uh, is, is, is doing so much. He is doing so much. And like I said, man, this is the podcast that brings on individuals who are doing extraordinary things in life to inspire the human spirit. And this gentleman is, is doing this and going above and beyond that, man. I don't know how he does it, but he is, uh, first of all, he's a, a, a captain in the United States Air Force. That in and of itself is, is like, a, I don't know, a long, we could go on forever talking about that. Then he's a real estate agent in the Las Vegas market. That's another thing that's that can go on forever. Uh, you know, really, really good stuff. And he created a, a game, Loteria Boricua, a board game. Uh, or it's if you're not familiar, it's like bingo, Latin bingo, uh, if you will. And uh, he is the 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 other thing I want to mention. And he is a dancer instructor of salsa, which I think will be the meat and potatoes of what we talked about, or what we talk about here on this episode. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome my man out of New Jersey, originally out of New Jersey, Salsa Josh. How are you, brother? 
Good, hey, Double A. I, I really appreciate it. I'm doing pretty well. Uh, thanks for the introduction and for highlighting me and my story and then the community I'm a part of. So uh, how you doing? Oh, I'm good, man. Thank you, man. I appreciate you, man, because like I said, you know, the, the essence of this podcast, and I say it every week, I sound like a broken, rec broken record, is, is I bring on individuals who are ins inspirational. Bottom line, damn it. And you are by far, man, like just doing so much. You know, I don't know how you do it, man. You, you, you're, you're uh, like I said, you're a captain in the United States Air Force. Thank you for your service. And, um, you know, you, you, you created a, a, a Loteria uh, Boricua and you're a real estate agent in, in Las Vegas. And I mean, just, uh, and then off, of course, man, you're, you're an unbelievable dancer. Ladies and gentlemen, if you haven't seen him dance, you got to see him dance. And uh, we're, we're here to talk about everything, man. Where, I mean, where do we start, brother? Where do we start? I, I don't know. I guess we could start from uh, my time in, in the Air Force, my beginning roots uh, growing up, and then kind of tell you how I got into all this uh, dancing and everything like that. It's, it's kind of funny. You never know. The, the moral you know, story I'll start it out is you never know where life's going to take you. And I never thought I'd be where I'm at right now. And it's crazy the, the path that uh, you know I've taken, so to speak. So. Yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. You're originally from New Jersey, right? Um, from the Pennsylvania side, though, right? I think. Uh... Yeah, so I was born in New Jersey, and I grew up right across the way in a, a town called Milford, Pennsylvania. And so my dad worked in New Jersey. I was in Jersey a lot. I went to school in Pennsylvania. Our house was in Pennsylvania. My mom worked in New York. Five minutes north, we were in New York. Five minutes east, we were in Jersey. So right in that corner of uh, all the, the tri-state areas is where I grew up. So depending where I'm at, I'll, I'll tell people I'm from one of those three states. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Is that, do they call it the tri-state the tri area, right? Tri-state area, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I, I've, I've been to New York, man. I've never been to uh, New Jersey or Pennsylvania. I, I need to go. I'd love to go out there. My, my father-in-law is from uh, New Jersey, Willingboro. Okay. Yeah, that's right. Right? And, and uh, so he, you know, he, we always have those conversations. And he, he was, you know, right there close to the uh, Pennsylvania state line, man. And, um, but yeah, like, so you grew up out there, man. And, and so you, what made you kind of, uh, what, what inspired you to, to join the Air Force, man? How did that come about? So being close, we're about 90 minutes from New York City. And 9-11 was actually the moment that really inspired me to want to serve in the country, especially the unification of our country after that event. Having a lot of friends whose parents or relatives worked in New York City or uh, had lost a, a, you know, a loved one in the uh, incidents of 9-11, uh, really uh, brought our community together afterwards. And, and that was something that inspired me and said, hey, I want to serve in, uh, in, you know, in, in the United States military in some capacity. Uh -huh. um, and growing up, I've always, you know, been a leader, been a part of sports teams and captains of sports teams. And I knew I wanted to pursue the officer route. And so uh, additionally, you know, I was pretty close to West Point. So having the experience of West Point and also the Naval Academy and seeing the football games of Army and Navy, I understood a bit about what it is to go to an academy, a military academy. So as I pursued, you know, through high school, you know, working hard in school and sports, I said, I want to pursue the academy. And I looked at all service academies, Navy, Air Force, Army, even Coast Guard Academy. And I go Navy. Sorry. Yeah, <laughs> the Air Force. <laughs> but uh you know, I had other passions and, and the one big passion for me was Latin culture. And it, it kind of all comes together knowing that the Air Force offers opportunities to travel and, and to work in different countries and, and fly everywhere. I said, hey, I think Air Force is going to be a perfect fit for me. Not only can I serve as an officer, but I get to travel and partake in the cultures and, and, and communities that I want to. Um, so backtracking, I guess, about the Latin culture part, how it kind of yeah. with my military uh, desires. I grew up in a very small town with very little diversity in, in the town of Milford, which was in the, the Pocono Mountains, so to speak. I was living in, in the woods. However, I had opportunities to go to a summer camp, and the summer camp was in Massachusetts. It was a summer camp my father used to go to when he was little. But in the summer camp, there were, there were kids from all over the, the world that came, and I ended up making friends with uh, kids from Latin American countries to include Spain. So I was hanging out with some Puerto Ricans, Dominicans, some Spaniards, and Colombians, and I, I fell in love with their culture, and they just became really good friends. You know, we play sports together, hang out in the summers, and I wanted to learn more about their culture. And so I started learning Spanish and studying on my own, and I brought that back to my town of Milford, where I began seeking out Latino friends. And we had 
we had friends, you know, there were communities in, you know, the small town I lived that were Latino based. So I started befriending some of the, the Latinos and hanging out with them. And, and through that, uh, those friendships, I, I grew to love the Latin culture. And so that passion grew and grew as I, as I went through middle school and high school. And then I combined it to me wanting to not only serve, but serve in a way that I can enjoy my passions and desires to travel. Wow, man. Yeah, that's uh, very interesting, man. Like, and like we were saying before, like we were off the air, you know, there's a whole um, community of, 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 of gringos for, for <laughs> of Caucasians Absolutely. who really embrace the Latino culture, man, uh, whether whatever it, it be uh, Puerto Rican, Mexican, uh, Colombian, what have you. Right. And, uh, you know, like I was saying, there's uh, in doing some research of uh, preparing for this episode, I, I noticed that, that oh wow, there's a you know there's a, a community out there, and, that, and that's beautiful, man. That's beautiful. It's a, a you know the Latino culture, um, like again, whatever country you're choosing, it, it, everybody has there's a different flavor to each culture, man. It's really beautiful, and um, you seem to have really embraced that with with the salsa dancing, and um, you you got into salsa dancing, you know. Uh, I think you said in 2018, right? Was it? Uh, and that's that's amazing, man. Because I I look at you, your your your, your moves, and you seem like a, a veteran, man, like seasoned veteran. Like you've been doing it for ages, man. And really, it's all, you've only been doing it about, about four years now, right? Or three, that's more for coming up on five years. Yeah, absolutely. Five years. Um, yeah, yeah. So, um, so what inspired you to get it? Was that just part of the? Uh, uh, you know, your, your love for the culture, the, the dancing, just kind of, you picked up along the way as, as, as you, as you immerse yeah. yourself in these cultures. It's, it's funny because I didn't know much about dancing, you know, Latin dancing until I went through the Air Force Academy. And so at the Air Force Academy, I studied political science, foreign area studies, and then I minored in Spanish. And part of our language program was to travel to other countries and, and study the language. And so my junior year at the Air Force Academy, we went to Panama for about three weeks. And in our in our group, we we had different activities after our, our courses to help us bond and to learn about the culture. And one of the evenings was a salsa dancing class. And so at that time we were all, it was, you know, me and a whole bunch of guys, we had a couple of girls, but it was kind of like a joke. Ah, we'll go have fun, whatever. It's it's whatever, salsa class. Well, being an athlete growing up, I actually got, you know, I picked it up pretty quickly in the class. It was a one hour class and I had fun with it. Later that evening, we all went out to a club that was on a rooftop bar in the center of Panama, uh, downtown of Panama. And there was salsa dancing. And there were people up on the roof, beautiful women, everyone was dressed up, dancing, having a good time. I said, wow, this is different. This is not just a nightclub where people are just hanging out. This is people actually dancing uh, socially and switching partners. And there's some skill involved with this. And I said, wow, this is something totally different. I've never seen this before. And so that was kind of the icing on the cake of all of my passions with the Latin culture between the food, the music, the people, the, the community environment, the dancing was, wow, this can, this can combine a lot of stuff um, in a social aspect. And I said, you know, I'm going to start doing this because, uh, you know, I love being active. It's a, it's a physical activity. You're working, you're sweating, you're dancing all night long, you're meeting new people. And uh, that, that was kind of like the, the turning point for me and finding a new passion of combining all the different interests I have. So since then, I was 2017, but it wasn't really until 2018 when I started taking more classes and taking it seriously. Oh, okay, okay. And so, it, I mean, but but right away, I mean, you were just, you know, you were hooked on it. I mean, absolutely. You know, actually, to be honest with you, I knew it mentally. I was hooked, but I wasn't uh, convinced yet to go full out. I was still having some reservations, like ah, you know, I don't want. People back home know it's kind of weird if I start taking classes, you know, what people think, a military guy dancing or, you know, my boys, you know, I'm, you know, I grew up playing sports, hanging out with my boys and stuff like that's kind of weird dancing, whatever. Yeah. But uh, so I started taking classes little by little on my own, you know, in, in secret. And then as I got better and the passion grew, I started letting people know and starting doing videos. And I said, you know what, this is awesome. I'm, I'm all in. So. Oh, wow. Man. That's how yeah. It, yeah. It, it, now you're an instructor too, correct? Correct. So I, I teach at various events. I love to go to, they're called Congresses. They're essentially three day salsa dancing festivals where people come together in a city from all over the world. And uh, we have performances, workshops, dances at night. And I just came back from Atlanta. I taught in Atlanta salsa festival last weekend. Oh, in Atlanta. 
Yes, sir. Yeah, Atlanta. It was the Atlanta Salsa and Bachata Festival. So oh. uh, people came out. It was a beautiful event. Oh, yeah. I was going to say that. That, must, that. that was probably pretty cool. I mean, yeah. geez, man. You get people from all over uh, Latin America, probably, right? That's yeah, probably. Latin America. Yeah, there's a team from Mexico, people from Spain, even Turkey, all over the world. And what's cool is social media has allowed me to expand an audience and grow a community that these folks follow me and they say, oh, I want to take his class. I want to meet him. I want to dance with him. And so that's really uh, giving me opportunities. So doing the videos ever since day one of dancing has been able to show people that you can go from nothing where I started, you know, stepping on two feet or whatever the case is to being a, a you know, a pretty good dancer and being able to give back and teach to, to newer folks. No doubt, man. But did you, relatively speaking though, Josh, did, did you pick it up pretty well, pretty quickly? How would you rate yourself, man, when you look back now, when you first picked it up, when you first started? Looking back, I'd say I was, I progressed as a, you know, average student. I had, you know, I had, you know, athletic abilities from growing up, I think helped me with my coordination and footwork. The big thing though, is my passion for it is I practice not just at a class, but I came home and I would stand in front of my mirror in my bedroom and just dance. And I know it sounds crazy, but I would just do it and work my body movement and my footwork. And even looking back, it's like, man, I probably look so silly, but that's what you got to do if you want to get better. And so I, I attribute the, I guess the silliness or the, you know, the, maybe the, what people would call uh, awkwardness of dancing in front of a mirror or dancing, you know, even at the gym, I, sometimes I go to the gym in front of the mirror in the yoga rooms and just work on some footwork. People walking by looking at me like, wow, that guy's weird, but <laughs> it ain't weird where you're dancing with some beautiful women at night and you're, you're killing it on the dance floor. And so it, it's all worth it when you put in that work. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that, those are the moments that are, you know, you're, all, you're almost kind of on the, you're the center of attention and uh, everybody kind of observes, right? Yeah. And, and, and being there in Vegas, man, how, how's that scene, man? How's the salsa dancing scene out there, man? It's a great scene. There's a lot of great dancers. There's several different dance studios. We have events throughout the week. Um, yeah, it, it's a great time just because, you know, Vegas is Vegas. There's always entertainment. There's different bands that come out. We have different venues and, and uh, it's been, it's been a really good dance scene. A lot of great people out here. Yeah. And when it comes to instructing, uh, are, are your classes face to face or do you, do you kind of mix it up with online classes or, or? Yeah, that's a good question. I don't have my own studio and I don't have a stable schedule. I'm not contracted or, or working at any studio. I'm more of kind of a pop-up instructor. I've substituted in certain places or I, you know, I get hired at, Hey, this event's coming up, Josh, can you teach this class? Or, Hey, you know, we're doing this free lesson before this club opens up, whatever the case is. So I'm kind of like a pop-up, you know, move, move around instructor. Uh, I'd love to, you know, to teach at some point in the future if I had a stable schedule, but right now it's, there's so many other in, professional instructors that I'm, I'm just kind of working around schedules and, and helping out where I can. Um, but I am working on an online course with a, uh, a dance partner of mine. She's from Cali, Colombia, And so that's in the works. And that'll be an online course people can check out. Basic uh, beginner salsa course. No doubt, man. Yeah, that, that's, uh, that's beautiful, man. That's beautiful. I, it's funny because I was uh, just last week. My my wife and I were like, she's she's she wants to take um, uh, salsa. She wants to take salsa lessons. Okay. And I was thinking, yeah, that's a good idea. Like, you know, that for us, you know, get kind of get away from the kids and and stuff like that. She my my wife is a Caucasian. She, she's okay. Gringa, right? And uh, but she loves to dance. She loves the culture. Yeah. Uh, hence, you know, she married me. I'm Mexican, dude. Yeah. And, uh, you know, so. Um, but yeah, yeah, you know, I think maybe we got to venture out to Vegas, take one of your classes or something. Hey, I'll, I'll hook you guys up. That'll be an honor. Oh man, that would yeah. be great. Yeah. We're supposed Absolutely. to go to Vegas in uh, April again, so we'll talk okay. about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, hit me up. <laughs> yeah, for sure, man. But what is it about salsa dancing for you, Josh? That that's just uh, that you love so much about it, man. What, talk about talk a little bit about that, man. I love the connection of the music and the people. And so in salsa music, there's a lot of history behind it. There's a, of course, a lot of romance and passion and, you know, there's different, there's different themes. The musicality and the instruments behind salsa is so impressive. And when you understand the roots of the music and how it works and comes together and you can connect with your body to the music, not only that, but also connect with another person. It's like a, a magic trio of, uh, I don't know, it's kind of, you know, it sounds crazy, but it's just a, such a cool experience when you can connect the music, your body, and then someone else uh, it, it's such a, it's a, such a fun activity. And so for me, that's a pretty cool, uh, 
pretty cool aspect of it. Additionally, you have the physical benefits of, of moving your body all night and you're burning calories. So that's, that's how I get my cardio in. <laughs> and then just meeting people because every song you switch partners and it's a very cordial and respectful thing. Of course you get, you know, maybe sensual and a little more romantic and you get to play around with the music and, and, you know, your dance partner, but it's, uh, it's respectful at the end of the day. And, and whether you're married, boyfriend, girlfriend, everyone knows not to cross a line and, and, you know, be respectful of that. So I think that's, it's a very safe environment and people can enjoy themselves, be fun and flirty and, and, uh, and enjoy each other's company. Yeah. Yeah. It's a beautiful dance. Absolutely, man. And, uh, how, as far as learning how to learning how to salsa dance, is it, is it difficult? I mean, even for someone who's not very, you know, coordinated, let's say, um, not the most athletic, not just not a very good dancer. I mean, bottom line, let's, you know, just to be, uh, straight up, you know, uh, how, di how difficult is it for someone like that? You know, to learn? Well, I'll tell you double A. So you were in the Navy, right? Yes. And you learn how to march in basic training. Yeah, pretty you much. You learn yeah. the basic steps of salsa. That's what mm -hmm. I like to say. If you can march in basic training to my military folks, if you can march in basic training, you learn the basic steps. It's really not too hard. I mean, once you once you learn the basic footwork, that's the foundation, and you're good to go. You just got to work on that basic, and from there you can begin to manipulate and uh, coordinate your moves accordingly to the music. Um, okay. So okay. I tell you, it's fairly easy. I mean, it's intimidating because when people hear salsa, it's 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 a lot of music, it's a lot of different instruments. But once you understand the foundation, you're you're good to go. No doubt, man. I mean, I, I, I'm okay. You know, I can. Yeah. I got, I, I got a, a little foundation. You know, it's in my blood. You know. And, yeah, absolutely. The Latin blood, and uh, but you know, to be, uh, I, I've never been formally taught how to how to dance in any in any kind of dance. Sure. Uh, but uh, but yeah, I I want to give it a shot, man. I, I think I I think you know, I can uh, I could excel or you know get get you know get uh you know above that be above average become above average dancer man uh, or salsa dancer i think uh, absolutely you know a little determination you know how it goes man practice mm -hmm. determination that you know sometimes that's all it takes right absolutely uh, yeah yeah man so and how uh how often do you you do you dance pretty much every day, Josh, or, or in some mostly every day. There's classes every day that I attend to because I'm still improving myself. I've actually been practicing with my dance partner um, that I mentioned earlier before about doing the, the online course. We practice fairly frequently, a couple times a week, and then of course we have our events. Usually Thursday, Friday, Saturday is when we all go out and, and go to the events, whether it's performances to support our friends or to go out dancing socially. So it's it's a almost a daily thing. Of course, you know, there's a couple of days here and there where I need a, a rest or I'm busy with real estate that I take off, but yeah, it's, it's every day. Yeah. yeah and and at, at this point, um, are you, are you fluent in Spanish? I'm fluent. I speak it every day. Oh, hundred percent. I mean, I, I got friends. I speak it every day. I, I use it on certain occasions at work. I, I speak it in my dance community and then, uh, you know, with my travels too in South America, Latin America, I speak it of course. Wow, man. And when did you start picking up Spanish? That was when I was at the summer camp. I was mentioned when I was a little oh. kid. I, I, bought, I bought my first book when I was like 10 years old and I started studying. I just studied all the time. I started hanging out with Puerto Ricans and Cubans and Mexicans and I, I just studied. And then I went to the Air Force Academy, continued learning and, and it's been continued learning ever since. So, Oh, okay. So as far as Spanish is concerned, the language. Uh, so yeah, you, I mean, you've been practicing that a lot longer than you've been dancing, man. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, that, that's pretty much my whole life. That's pretty cool, man. Do people mistake you for being Latino at this point? When they hear me speak Spanish, they think I'm Cuban, actually, because I have a Cuban accent. And I've been oh. to Cuba, and I hang out with a lot of Cubans, and I listen to the Cuban salsa style. And so uh, my Cuban ac my, my accent is a bit more Cuban. So it's funny when people hear me like, are you Cuban? Or even sometimes, you know, Puerto Rican a bit. But uh, no, yeah, that's usually the typical comment I get. And if they if they don't hear me speak, you know, of course I I'm a, look like a normal white dude that don't know any Spanish, so that's the funny part. Yeah, well, you know, honestly, I, I thought uh, I don't know why, because you when you and I first touched base on first met on on, on Instagram, I want to say it was a couple months ago, and, and you know, time went the time went by, and then as as time you know as it started this date started approaching to for this for tonight, um, I don't know why you know. I thought that uh, I couldn't remember if you were Puerto Rican 
yeah. or, or what, you know, or not. And, uh, but yeah, I, I think you could pass for, uh, like you look like, um, I don't know if you know, if you're familiar with the baseball players, like the, you remind me of uh, Kike Hernandez. He was on the Dodgers okay. for a while. Okay, yeah. Straight up Puerto Rican guy, you know, light, yeah. real good skin, light hair. Like yep. <laughs> so, uh, All yeah. Right. All right. You know, I don't know. Are you familiar with that guy? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, that's funny you mentioned that. I'm, I'm visualized now. I could see that. And it's funny. There's a lot of, of course, Puerto Ricans and Cubans that are more light skinned too. And you never know, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, man. So, you know, Latinos, man, we come in all shapes, sizes, sizes absolutely. and colors, right? I mean, so, but, but yeah, I think that's a beautiful thing, man, that, that you embrace the culture like that. And, um, you know, what, what are some, uh, what are some challenging things about uh, salsa? I mean, I, when, when you first start out, man, what can you expect as far as, uh, you know, just maybe a couple, two or three challenges, maybe, you know, what, what's something that stands out, you know, that the, most people encounter when they first learn how to dance salsa? I think one of the biggest challenges is getting over the fear of getting out there because you're so intimidated when you go out to a dance floor. Yeah, you know some basic steps, but you start seeing everybody dance and you're like, oh man, I can't do this. And, and of course, the other challenge too is, you know, the, the woman you're dancing with, of course, you, you don't want to bore her, bore her or you don't want her to, you know, be displeased with your dancing. And so that's another intimidation for a lot of, you know, men who are starting out. And so that's something you have to get over and just suck up. It's like, you know what, I don't care how I look. I don't care how everyone else is dancing. I'm going to worry about myself. And, uh, you know, hopefully the woman I'm dancing with is patient and, and you know, Thank God, I, in my experiences, everyone has been very patient. Like we all start somewhere, even the best girls out there, they know that they started somewhere. And so um, that's what I like about the community too, is people are patient, they understand, and they dance with whatever your experience level is. Because I get beginners that ask me, of course, you know, the beginner dancer that I'm dancing with, you know, might not be the most enjoyable dance for me because it's not challenging, but I got to remember where I started too and, and give that uh, return the favor and, and pay it forward. It's like, you know what, I'm going to spend the next, you know, 30 minutes dancing with a couple of beginners and let them know what it feels like to enjoy a dance. But to answer your question is uh, getting over the intimidation of getting out there with all the other people around. And then obviously with a dancing with a new partner who may be better than you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So challenges. Yeah, no doubt, man. And like I said, I, I think, and like you said, man, I mean, just getting, uh, you know, <laughs> If you if you've marched before, if you can learn how to march or, or step, obviously, um, you know you can learn how to salsa dance, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I could I could see why it could be intimidating, man, for sure. I, uh, even now, I'm like, gosh, man, that must be so so difficult to learn. You know, it's what I think to myself. You know, salsa dance, but but again, you know, if you have a little foundation, if you have some basic steps, you know, like like cumbia or, or you know some other types of dancing out there. And, you know, I think you're, you know, you're, you have a basis for it for sure. You know, what, uh, you do, Josh, you do so much, man. And, you know, how switching gears a little bit with, with real estate, you know, you're, you're a real estate in, in, in agent in the, in the Las Vegas market. How long have you been doing that? I've only been doing that for since October of 2021. So only oh. four months now. So I'm fairly new. Wow, man. And what, what inspired you to get into that, brother? I've, I've always studied real estate and understood the importance of it. And uh, it's something that I've always wanted to jump into with the, the time I had being a single dude, you know, I, I grind hard in the military, but I also wanted a side hustle. And, and so I have a passion for real estate. I understand its importance. And I love helping people out, especially fellow military members who uh, have to move around a lot and knowing that the difficulties that come with deployments and family life there was a team out here in Vegas that I wanted to join with because they really cared about our military. And so I wanted to give back to is like, Hey, I love real estate. I understand how great it is as an asset for families, especially military. So I'm going to, I'm going to see if I can join them and do this on the side. And it's, it's been a great experience so far. Oh man, that's, that's a key, key thing right there, man. Like, you know, yeah, you have these military families who have to move around and you know, you pro you're providing a service to these, to these, um, you know, service members who, you know, who are, you know, that need to know, you know, what someone who's coming in to a new city, you know, where to live schools, you know, for their kids or, or what have you, you know, that's a, that's, yeah, that's awesome, man. And um, you, you've been doing it since October, you mentioned uh, what, what's, um, how do you balance that with, with, with your military schedule? Is your military schedule Monday through Friday for the most part, 
you know, kind of, uh, you know, eight to five or, you know, something like that? Um, or does that, your, does that schedule vary, so that, which allows you flexibility to do everything else? Good question. The, the rank I'm at now and the position I'm, I'm filling is pretty stable. It's a Monday through Friday. I typically get into work at 6.30 and uh, I'll, be, I'll be working till about four. And, but, but it's possible, you know, my schedule could change at some point where I'm working weekends or, or weird shifts. Not so much likely now with my rank. You know, I need to be there in the day shift, daytime stable schedule to maintain continuity and oversee a lot of the larger things that are happening throughout the day. Um, so that gives me flexibility to to work in the evenings and on weekends. Oh, I see. I see. Yeah, man. And for those of you who are not familiar with really military rank, uh, Josh is a captain. It's, uh, you know, so you wear the two two bars, correct, at this point? Correct. Yeah, it's two bars. Captain of the Air Force, which is an O, don't correct, uh, O2? O3. 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 Sorry. I didn't, mean to, I didn't mean to bust your rank there, man. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it just brings back a lot of memories, man. When I, you know, being in the Navy myself, being a veteran, and you know, I just uh, you know, remember all the ranks and officer ranks enlisted, and, and and yeah, Josh is an officer. He's not enlisted. He's a, a you know, he's a somebody in, in the Air Force. He's not a, just an E one prick, as they say. <laughs> no, no, hey, my airmen are the backbone of the the Air Force, or you know, in the Navy, I see many y'all make up you know, the, the meat of it. So no, I hear you. Appreciate bro. your service too, double A. Thank you. Mm. Oh man. Thank you for saying that, bro. You know, yeah, it, it was, a, it was definitely an experience. I was up in, uh, up in Washington. Uh, okay. Puget Sound Naval Shipyard up there near in Bremerton. It's called Bremerton outside of Seattle. And, uh, yeah, great experience, man. There was, uh, I think up there is, uh, I want to say McCord. Yeah. Joint base McCord, Lewis McCord, yep. Yeah, yeah, no doubt, man, no doubt. So, so yeah, man, like you know, you're doing so much now, man. And uh, what, what, what are some? Um, so, are, are you going to start competing? Going back to salsa dancing, Josh? Are you, are you going to start entering competitions? Maybe you're doing that now. Uh, so what are some some goals, some plans for 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 the salsa dancing, man? No goals for salsa dancing. I don't plan to compete anytime soon. I think that would be cool in the future. Right now, it's mostly focusing on. So within the salsa dancing world, you have your performers, you have your competitors, and then you have your social dancers. It's kind of like how I like to categorize it. Social dancing is what you see in my videos. It's that that free ad lib or that that free creation um, on the spot dancing. There's nothing choreographed. It's the 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 guy or the leader of the dance is is leading the woman through it and coming up with things right on the spot. And that's what I love. It's that creativity and that challenge to become very good at that. And so that's where I like to focus my energy in the, the dance world. I, I, I enjoy performing. Uh, however, most of my energy has been focused on that and teaching people how to do that well. And so I see myself in the future as continuing to teach that and to spread that passion. Uh, comp competing wise, there's not, there's not so common here. Competitions are um, a little more prevalent in Latin America. They have a lot more of a competitive vibe just because it's, it's so much more ingrained in their culture. Uh, here there are competitions in the states, but it's it's mostly team based, and I'm currently not on a team, but I'm rather practicing with a, a partner of mine. But yeah, that's that's pretty much how what I'm focusing on. Yeah, yeah, no, I love that uh, that improvisational component yeah. of it, man. Right, and, and it looks like you're you're on a routine. It looks like there's a certain uh, you know step that you're following, but uh, but I think you call it like you said social social dancing, where it's, again it's just free flowing. It's just creating on the spot. And that, that's a beautiful thing, man. That's, a, it's a, that's artwork right there, man. Um, and and uh, also, I wanted to mention, man, before I forget, uh, you created a, a game, Loteria Boricua. Uh -huh. uh, and, and talk about that, man. How, what's up? What, what's going on with that? Okay, so again, going back to my love for the Latin culture, I grew up with um, a, a passion. You know, I've always played board games like we all do growing up. But there's a, a board game called Loteria, which is bingo, and it's based on words from Mexico. And mm -hmm. so it highlights their culture and the different things they enjoy. And uh, recently I had an idea, it was about a year and a half ago, where I said, man, do they have other countries like this? This is pretty cool. That highlights, you know, another country. And I didn't really find anything like that. And so I said, you know what, maybe I, I'm going to make a game that highlights another culture. And knowing that 
you know, I have a passion for the Caribbean cultures. Puerto Rico is a, a massive demographic in the Latino community. And if I'm not incorrect, I believe it's the second largest demographic outside of Mexican. So you have Mexican and the second one is Puerto Rican. Um, if I'm, you know, I have to verify that, but you have yeah. so many Puerto Ricans in our country, you know, obviously Puerto Rico is still considered a U.S. territory. You have so many Puerto Ricans in Florida, New York, Chicago. And so I said, you know what, let me do something like this. I have a lot of Puerto Rican friends. I love the culture. Let me just try to put something together. That'd be cool if we, if I made a game. And so I started working on it. I designed all the images myself. Uh, I got with an artist, you know, of course, and they professionally did it, but everything was my vision, my idea. I worked with some Puerto Rican friends who gave me some inspiration and it's a pretty simple game. It's bingo. Um, put it together and I worked with a manufacturer and it's on Amazon. Uh, okay. You know, it was, it was a big risk. You know, I took an investment on this and said, you know, this could be a flop, but it could be a hit. So the, the money I put into it, knowing that um, it might not be successful, not many people might be it, it was well worth it because at least I had the experience of creating a board game, which, you know, I never thought I'd do it, you know, in my life. And so, uh, believe it or not, it sold out within two months and I had 2000 units. I ended up selling about 2,600 units. I had some more units I sold in Vegas and it's a hit and it's got over, I think 165 star reviews and I'm out of stock right now, but there's more on its way in about three, four weeks. It'll be restocked on Amazon. So it's been a hit. Wow, man. That's awesome. That's, and when did you launch that? That was launched in November. So kind of perfect timing with the holiday season, you know, people were buying it. Of course, the, the majority of the market's Puerto Rican. They love it because there's a lot of nostalgia bringing them back, you know, that they get from it. And it's a great gift for families. And so it sold in November, December, and even into January. And so that was another thing too, is I thought after Christmas it would stop selling, but it was still going strong even more so in January. So I'm hoping that trend continues when I restock. Hopefully that, that the, uh, the hype continues and that's the case. You know, I'd be happy. I'm, and I'm actually finishing up. I'm making a Colombian version next. And so that's in work and we'll see where it goes from there. Damn, man. That's awesome. Man. So, here's a, here's the game right here. So, oh, there it is. Yes. Nice. Of course, you know, inside you got everything. So it's pretty good quality. Wow, I got to check that out, man. I mean, I, bet you, I can learn so much of the port, port, uh, Puerto Rican culture from just from that game, man. And I'll send you a copy. Oh, Easy. man. I got you. I appreciate it. I appreciate you, man. Yeah. <laughs> That's so cool, Josh, man, that you, you love the culture. You love the, the, the you know, wow. That's cool. And how did you, did you do any marketing for that initially to, to push the, 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 the product? I started reaching out to Facebook groups, just posting on my social media. And then once I got the product loaded on Amazon, I spent some money on Facebook advertising and, and try to get some ads out there. And that really what did it is what did it because, you know, someone shares it and then another person shares it. And that's what really helped is someone believes in you and someone starts sharing it. And then it just kind of grows from there organically. So yeah. uh, that, that was big, you know, social media marketing and, and doing it on Facebook and Instagram, running some ads. That's, that's what helped me really. Get the sales going. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, that's awesome. That's awesome. Congratulations on that, man. Thank you. Yeah. No doubt. No doubt. A, a Colombian version. And I think, uh, I don't know if you've seen the movie in Encanto. Not yet. I, I do want to see it. That's on my list to see. But yeah. 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 That's, that's awesome. That's the kind of, uh, you know, I think that was released the last, I don't know, when was that? Uh, last year or late last year sometime. Yeah. And, and uh, that, yeah, so it kind of maybe coincides with that, you know, with that release of that movie. And um, what what about the the, the passion? You, I know you have a, a, another passion, or maybe it's not. Tell me if it is or not. You know, I know you enjoy riding motorcycles. You, you know, um, what's your favorite? What do you drive? What do you ride? And what's your favorite kind of motorcycle? So I have currently two motorcycles. I grew up with motorcycles. I had say not grew up, but since you know middle school, high school having a passion for that too. Um, I have a Goldwing, which is a, a big touring adventure bike. Yeah. And then I have a smaller bobber project. So a little blacked out, you know, badass type motorcycle that's loud. And that's a fun ride around town bike. The Goldwing is uh, so comfortable. I love riding it. It's an adventure bike and I love touring and traveling. And so that bike I, I could go hours on end with. And so that, that's, uh, that's uh, yeah, another passion of mine, I guess. 
Uh, yeah, yeah, man. It's a, that's like a long distance bike. Huh? It's it's a Honda, right? It is Honda Goldwing. It's yeah. my long hauler. So I, I, it's got bags on the side. I put my my camping stuff in there. My rain gear. It's it's my my camping bike, so to speak. I've, I've seen those. Yeah, man. Those are those. Are, man, I, I I love motorcycles, man. I'm, I'll kill myself though if I get one. <laughs> I, I know myself. Man. I know I'm a klutz by nature, and uh, but but yeah, man. I, Gosh, you just said, I mean, you just have a zest for life, Josh, right? I think you, it seems to me like you just, uh, you're adventurous, you're, you're, um, you know, you just have a passion for, for trying things out and you just go after it, man. You go, what, what, what would you say, Josh, to, to, to people, man, about, um, maybe facing their fears about trying something new, you know, what, what, what's, what would you advise? How would you advise somebody who's who's who really wants to try something, but they they they're, they're you know they, they're fear just fearful. How, how do you how would they conquer their fear? What would you tell that person? You got nothing to lose. Try it all because you never know what's going to change your life and and what's what you're going to love. I mean, like I said, the salsa dancing. We tried a class. We went out to a class like that. That changed my life. I had no idea that in a million years I'd be a salsa dancer and an instructor. <laughs> you know whatever whatever you know if you don't have a passion try different things and even if you do have a passion try other things because something could help you with something else so getting over your fear i, I say you got nothing to lose because you know if you don't like something you don't got to do it you know you move on to something else don't care about what other people think because at the end of the day it's your life and you only got one life so live it up and, and try everything absolutely man that's i've, I've always tried to do that man and to, to just go after your, your, your dreams, man, and, and try something new. And I like that, man. I like that what you said about you, you don't know what's what's going to happen. You know, just try something and you know, you don't know where, where it's going to lead you, you know, and like you said, you, you wouldn't have expected in a million years to become a salsa dancer and instructor. I mean, geez, yeah. but even, even though you were, you, you loved the culture, you were, you know, uh, you were speaking Spanish and you, you know, you, you love the food, music and all that, but the dancing just maybe it, it came about, it came about later. And that was all be just because you went, hey, I'm going to try a, 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 a dance class in Panama, Panama right? I think you said yeah, Panama. Panama of all places, man. What, what's your favorite Latin country that you visited, Josh? Oh, that's a tough question. I think uh, <laughs> uh, I've lived in Spain for a bit. I've been in Uruguay. I've been in so many places. I'm not going to list them now, but I really enjoyed. Uh, it's, it's such a tough question. Every every country is different, and living there and vacationing there is obviously a different thing. You know, every country's got their problems, of course, their beauties as well. So, mm. have, you, have you been to Brazil, Argentina? I have not been to Brazil. I'm going to be in Argentina in July for work. Yeah. I've been to Uruguay, which shares a lot, shares a lot of similar cultures. Um, to be honest, I really enjoyed Panama, you know, mm. yeah, because it did have a mix of some of the U.S. benefits of a, you know, a really, you know, decently strong economy for, you know, comparatively to other Latin American countries. But at the same time, it retained a lot of its culture and ethnic roots in the, the more of the countryside of Panama. So I was able to enjoy both sides of it. Um, next to that, Puerto Rico, while it's, it's not in its, its own country, it's U.S. territory, I really, really enjoyed Puerto Rico. Yeah. Um, Cuba was, was a very interesting country to see that uh, it's sad and it's tough, you know, what their government and economy is like, but the people is what I fell in love with. The people really have a special uh, energy behind them. And that's, if it's about people, I'd say I really enjoyed Cubans the most. Wow. Very cool, man. And, and you've been to Mexico, correct? That I have not. Oh, you haven't been to Mexico? I've not been to Mexico. Not oh. yet, no. Oh, nope, that's on my list. That's, that's, it's funny. I've been to so many other countries, but Mexico, I have not yet. Yeah, man. I mean, you're, 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 you know, not too far away from nope. Vegas, but, uh, oh, okay. That's interesting, man. And what, uh, you've been to Panama. What other Central American countries have you been to? I've been to Costa Rica, Colombia, El Salvador, Jeez. uh, I passed through Nicar Nicaragua. Mm -hmm. um, that's awesome. Uruguay. The Caribbean, you know, the Caribbean countries. So yeah, still a few I got to hit though. Yeah, yeah, no, no, like you said, man. They, each each country has its own, diff, you know, beautiful culture, its own food, 
its own flavor. And um, I, I, you know, I, I would love to get down to a lot of those countries you mentioned, man. I've never been to Central, or, no, I've never been to Central nor South America. Yeah, uh, Cuba or, or, or Puerto Rico, but uh, but yeah, man, it, that's a you know a beautiful thing that you've done. And um, how, how often do you go back home, Josh? At this point. But my family doesn't live in Jersey anymore. They moved down. Or they don't live in Pennsylvania. They moved down to Delaware. Oh. Um, near near the beaches, so to speak. My you know my dad retired from work, and they, he lives on a golf course now. My mom and they're living good. Uh, but I see them. Now. I try to see them twice a year. Or whenever I travel to the East Coast, I'll stop by and see, say hi. So I just saw them recently last month. Oh, okay, okay. In, in Delaware, huh? Yeah. How do you like Delaware, man? I've never been. Yeah, I, I like it. It's, it's a pretty nice, peaceful state. There's not much to it. Uh, uh, never thought I'd move to Delaware, but good tax benefits and uh, some really good people there. It's calm. I like it. Yeah. yeah. It's one of the smaller states, I think, right? It is. Yep. Uh, Very small. Yeah, I think Rhode Island is the smallest one, right? Yeah, right. because Rhode Island and then Delaware, I believe, is the second smallest. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. So, and do you have siblings? I do. I have a younger sister. Well, she's only you know, two years younger than me, but she lives uh, in Delaware as well with her boyfriend, and then you know, close to my folks. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I see, man. And and uh, how how often do you hit the strip, man? Right there in in, in Las Vegas. Barely ever. I don't go yeah. to the strip. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean. It's funny because, you know, when people think of Vegas, they're like, oh, a strip, it's only party life. There's actually a lot more to do to Vegas than just that. Yeah. There's there's so much. We have the mountains. We've got um, just so much other stuff for locals, uh, even besides entertainment. Uh, it's actually a very nice place for families where I live. It's a very, very family, military family-oriented community. We have parks. We have pools. We've got, you know, of course, you have Arizona, just a couple hours south. You've got Utah, 90 minutes to St. George. A lot of hiking mountains there. We have Mount Charleston, which a lot of people go skiing and do hiking at. And of course, with motorcycle riding, I get to travel around the mountainside. Uh, I enjoy it a lot. So, but yeah, in terms of the strip, I don't go there too often. Uh, only with friends and family, you know, pass through town. They want to meet up. Yeah, no, I hear you, man. It's like people tell me, "Oh, you must be at the beach every day," you know, you know, how Which I do love the beach, but it's one of yeah. those things where, you know, you, when you live here, you kind of take it for granted. Or, it, you know, you know what's there, but you're not really frequenting that attraction, right? Or like Disneyland, right. for example, or, yeah. um, you know, uh, yeah, the beach, of course. And I mean, but we got everything here too, man. Like, you know, you could, you could literally surf and ski in the same day here in Southern California, man. It's yeah, that's cool. Yeah. How often do you come out here? Uh, I've really never been to California. I've been, I passed through for a oh. few days. Um, for a salsa event, but I really haven't explored uh, Los Angeles or any big city for that matter. So I, I still, I still owe California a good visit. Oh man, you, you let me know when you come out, man. Yeah. You gotta come out here, brother. And, you know, you're welcome here. Yeah, I appreciate at, it. At the house, yeah, man. You know, we gotta, we gotta hook up some, some time, man, and so we can go to the beach or <laughs> Disneyland. Be, you know what I mean? Uh, no, I'll hook you guys up. We'll do the salsa lesson too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man, we got to do that, man. Hey, Josh, man, before we go, man, where where can we find, where can the good people find your your find you dancing? Can they, you know, find out information on taking classes? Your, you know, all that good stuff, man. Absolutely, I appreciate it. Um, so I'm known as Salsa Josh on social media. So you type in Salsa Josh first thing in Instagram, it should be popping up. Um, that's my big content, I guess, uh, platform. I also have YouTube. It's Salsa Josh as well, and I upload various videos as, uh, there. So you'll see my partner and I upload our, we do some free classes. And then um, Facebook too, Salsa Josh. But yeah, it's Instagram and YouTube are the big ones there. And if people have any questions, I feel free to just shoot me a message. I'm, I'm very responsive and I appreciate all the support from people. It's been a really good community and good outreach. Yeah, yeah, no doubt, man. And, and we're in Loteria Boricua, you can find on Amazon, correct? Yep, you can find it on Amazon right now. It's not going to pop up just because it's out of stock. But as soon as it's back in online, it'll. It, it was. It'll, it was the first one you type in Loteria Boricua. You even type in Loteria. It's the second one behind the regular uh, Loteria. So, um, yeah, that'll be on Amazon here shortly. Okay. And what other uh, speaking of Loteria, man? What other uh, ver versions are there, man? As far as besides Loteria Boricua, the original. Are there any other types of uh, 
loterias out there? There, there are, but they're more like homemade versions. I haven't found any mass-produced official games like the one I've created. Right. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm sure there's more, you know, homemade or small business ones. But this is this is the big one that's been, you know, finally mass-produced. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. That's cool, man. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, go, go watch Josh. Go check out his videos, man. You will not be disappointed. He, he knows what he's doing on that dance floor. He's cutting the rug. He's uh, man, he's twirling. He's got the steps down. <laughs> It's super impressive, man. It's uh, definitely, you know, it's, it's fun to watch. Those videos are fun to watch. I've been posting uh, more videos this week, man, uh, to promote, you know, and uh, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's a lot of fun to, to watch that. And I, I, yeah, you know, hopefully we get to maybe, I don't know, take one of your classes here somehow, some way. Um, but man, I want to thank you, Josh, for, for coming, uh, coming on again, taking the time out of your busy schedule, man. And um, you're always welcome now, man. You're always, uh, I always say, once my guest comes on, they're a profile pod alumnus. And uh, I do anything I can for my guests to to support them and to show them love, you know, going forward, man. So you're always welcome back here, brother. Yeah, I appreciate that. Boy. Thank you so much for the time, for, for highlighting me and the community again uh, that I'm a part of. And, and uh, yeah, it's been an honor. And yeah, I'm looking forward to linking up with you sometime in the near future. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Yeah, we're not too far away from each other. So. We'll do that. We'll do that, man. Ladies and gentlemen, there you have Salsa Josh, Captain Salsa Josh, <laughs> uh, United States Air Force. Ladies and gentlemen, as you can see, he's doing so much. Uh, and he's an inspiration, man, that, you know, do to do take use your life to, as a I mean, to, to do things, you know, enjoy life, you know, do things, try something new, you know, something that you've always wanted to do. You never know what's going to happen, where it's going to lead you. Just like uh, this podcast, you know, uh, for me, it's been three years now. And I mean, I get to come on here and, and, and meet amazing people like Josh every single week. And I get inspired every week. I get uplifted. I get educated, enlightened. And uh, it's it's just like it's a, an injection of, of power every week, man. So, you know, like, you know, take it from Josh, take it from me, try something new. Just do it. Like you always hear that the old Nike slogan, just try it, man. Take that step. It's the, that first step's the most difficult step. Once you do that, you know, you'll be, you'll be off and running, man. So once again, thank you, Josh. I appreciate you, man. Thank you. And, and thank you everyone for tuning in here on the Profile Pod. Uh, again, it's whatever platform you're on and uh, go give Social Nostra a follow. Give Josh a follow. And uh, again, leave me a rate review, subscribe to pro the profile pod here on YouTube. That's one way. If you want to show support for the podcast, that's a really, really cool way you can do it, man. It doesn't cost you anything. It's, it's, it's something simple, but yet so uh, meaningful. So uh, once again, thank you so much for being here. I'm Double A for Josh. It's also Josh. We will see you next week on here on the profile pod. And uh, always remember to take it easy. Thanks again, Josh. Thank you. Peace.